Yo, how's it going, everyone? And welcome to episode one of the Straight Talk podcast. I am your host, SES Vince. And today, I got my very good friend, Reese. What is up, my man? Nothing much. Nothing much. Another day, another dollar. Hey, that's what's up, man. Hey, so thank you guys for listening. Like I said, this is the very first episode of my Straight Talk podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about the NBA All-Stars. We're going to be making our predictions for the reserves and talking about the starter selections that were made this past thursday so with that being said make sure you go ahead and give this episode a download wherever you consume it it's on spotify apple podcast stitcher google play on don't know if i'll put it on youtube we'll, we'll see how the, how the numbers do and we'll go from there um but yeah with that being said man uh what did you think of the nba starters like we'll, we'll start with the west uh what what did you think of them did you agree with all five of them or would you take anyone off the list uh for Actually, I, I did agree with the Western All-Star starters. It, it was a pretty solid list. You can't really, can't really complain about the list at all. It was spot on. Everyone got in that deserved to get in in terms of a starting spot. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the, as far as the reserves go for the West, that one's that's a little different. Gotcha. I have a sub, but we'll we'll get to that in a bit. Sounds good. Okay, so just to refresh everybody's uh, minds, so the West starters, Dave. What, what? First off, do you think you they should go back to the old format where it was one center, two two forwards, and two guards, or do you like the three front guards and the two guards setup? Uh, I've I've gone back and forth with this for a little bit, but I'm gonna have to say that I particularly stick with this this format if mm-hmm. I was them. Uh, stick with this format but the old format it did work is probably a little bit more fair that way mm-hmm. but this format isn't it's not that bad i would stick with this one all right so we'll, we'll go over the uh, for the starters then so the, for the west they had the guards luka Doncic and james harden no brainers there luka is having a very great season he has the mavericks in the playoff hunt right now i think if i'm not mistaken they're the sixth seed and Early on in the season, he was like a dark horse favorite for the MVP. James Harden, obviously, the guy balls out and puts on 2K-type numbers. The guy is a living, breathing my player. That's what he does. He goes out there and ball hogs and makes the rest of the All-Stars around him look like chumps. Um, you also have LeBron James, who is the leading vote-getter. And you have his teammate, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi Leonard, you know, the reigning NBA champion. So... Like you were saying, I can't really disagree with anyone on this list. Uh, for the most part, right spot on. It's kind of weird that there's no point guard, you know, but at the same time, you know, Luka, James Harden, LeBron James, they kind of fill that role. And this is not going to be the set team because they're the captains are going to be drafting their own teams and we're going to be going from there. So this isn't even the starting lineup for, for LeBron's team. So that's the West starters. Let's talk about the East starters before we go into the reserves. Um... For the guards, we have Kemba Walker, Trey Young. The front court is Giannis Antetokounmpo, Pascal Siakam, and Joel Embiid. Um, this one has a little bit more of an argument here. I saw some people saying that instead of Pascal Siakam, it should be Jimmy Butler. And that's one big guy, one big name that I want to mention is that what he's been doing with the Miami Heat has been very impressive and i feel like he deserves to be a starter i think he will make the all-star game in general i think he will be an all-star but 
You look at a guy like Trey Most Young. Definitely. Yeah. You look at a guy like Trey Young, who I love and I think he's an all-star. I think he's balling. I think he is the superstar in the making. However, his team is the worst in the conference. And you look at the guard spot. You look at Jimmy Butler. He's a guy that can play the guard and the front court position. I hated that they limited him to a front court guy and he couldn't be placed in the, sh- in the, in the guard category because... If he was a guard, I think it would be a no-brainer that it'd be Kemba and Jimmy Butler. But with the restrictions that were set, Jimmy Butler couldn't be a guard. I couldn't be too disappointed with the, with the selections here. What do you think? Uh, I, I think you have I think you have a point to that, but at that at the same time, Jimmy is a forward. He's not listed as a guard anymore, so he's a forward. So rightfully so he has to compete against other forts and just so happens that pascal siakam is having a pretty he's picking up where he left off last season and jimmy butler just so happened to fall short of so he's uh, he gonna be holding that bench spot for <laughs> i mean no i get where you're coming from but it's more of a line the lines where why is it? It's more of a question as to why isn't he listed as a guard as well? Like, because Luca fills a similar role in on his team where he's a front court slash guard guy, and I feel like Jimmy Butler should have been listed as a guard slash forward. So I don't, I don't know. I just didn't like that limitation because obviously, if you ask me who deserves to be a starter, Trey Young or Jimmy Butler, I will say it's Jimmy Butler. But given the limitations that were placed upon us. You know, Trey Young was the right choice. I mean, like, obviously there are other guys, you know, that I think are better players than Trey Young. But we'll get to that in a bit. But the guard spot in general this year in the East, I felt like it was very weak. Uh, what you think about that? Like, do you, like, uh, like I racked my brain trying to figure out who to put uh, on these guard spots. The guard spot was, it was a little uh, short this year. But uh, to, to that point, if... Uh, Jimmy was listed as guard. He would be starting alongside Kemba, but he's not he's listed as four. Trey Young team is the worst in the league at the guard spot in the East. There's really there's really no one putting up the numbers that this man is putting up, especially for him to be you know balling like this is hasn't been. No one expected him to do that. No one. I personally didn't expect this man to do that. He is playing 2K out there, and he. <laughs> He deserves that starting spot, despite the fact that his team has a horrible record. Iverson, it was the same with him. He was balling, but his team had a horrible record. But he got in all the same, so it's the same thing just now. So let me ask you that. Uh, When you you were making your reserve picks, did you ever hold it against a guy for having a worse record than another guy? Or, like, what did you use as criteria for your selections? Before we get to our picks, let's. I think it's important to let people know what our criteria was. What, le- like, what led us to our picks? Uh, for me, I went off performance, uh, numbers, and the overall impact that the player is trying and. Again, I have to emphasize trying to do on the court because he can't he can't guard all five spots. So he I mean Trey Young can't, can't guard anybody, but that's besides the point. I mean, yeah, this is this is true, but neither can Bradley Bill. But 
Hey, yeah. Okay. He's putting up numbers, so it kind of makes up for that. Oh, okay, okay. So, did at any point Team Record come into play for your selections? No. Not whatsoever? No. So, so do, uh, where do you stand on the take where, like, Team Record has to come into play? Like, or, like, you, like, how, if you look at the TNT guys, or if you look at so many, like, predictions or, like, videos on YouTube or whatever, so many analysts or people in the sport that cover it, they always look at record-wise. And I feel like sometimes it's justified, but I don't base it solely on their record. So, for instance, like, you look at a team, like, let's say the Miami Heat. No, I, I mean, like, the Indiana Pacers. They're in the playoff hunt. They're the third seed right now, if I'm not mistaken, in the Eastern Conference. They are a team that are, they're balling, and I feel like they deserve an all-star. Do you ever look at a situation like that where it's like they don't have any, like, set all-stars, like previous all-stars, and you're like, they deserve an all-star? Um, that's that's yes and Yes, they do deserve an all-star, but no from the standpoint that I'm not going to, I don't want to use the fact that they're in the East because mm-hmm. they're, they're having a good season. But again, they're in the East <laughs> and they're playing team ball. So they don't really have that, that one, that one superstar, that one, that one main go-to guy who's going to get you a bucket. No matter what, who's going to break the defense down, who can put it on the floor, who can shoot from the perimeter. They don't have that one guy who's going to lock up the other team's defensive all-star. They, I mean, I would, I would argue I would argue that the Indiana Pacers have Malcolm Brogdon, and he, he can create, he can get his shot, and he can lock some guys down. I'm not saying he's an all-star. I'm just saying they have a guy like that, like what you're describing. Yeah. Their, their system is predicated on the next guy though it there is it's a team effort with them as opposed to a team like i don't know let's say atlanta with trey yeah or even if you go to the western is it's not a one-man show or not even a two-man tag team like with the uh the blazers mm-hmm. is they have multiple all-stars and superstars on that roster as the pacers don't they're doing it by committee it's it's a group effort okay they're doing it on the defensive end and the offensive end on the group effort it's really a team effort with them look at doug mcdermott what about doug mcdermott (laughs) what about about doug mcdermott (laughs) look at at doug mcdermott even he had his uh even he had a good day a couple a uh, couple nights ago. I think he, uh, what was it? He put up 20, 26 or something like that on eight May threes or something like eight or seven May three. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. I, I I can't sit sit here and pretend like I'd be following Doug McDermott's career. I I don't really check out the guys the guy's career especially after he let us down here in chicago you know nah nah i'm still mad about that trade by the way we traded gary harris and yusuf nurkic for for doug mcdermott i'm still mad about that trade i don't want to talk about doug mcdermott man don't bring that man up ever again (laughs) he got buckets a couple nights ago though yeah why wasn't he doing that with chicago though gotta ask the coach that gotta ask the coach that one 
yeah okay so okay so we have a sense of criteria so like i get a sense of where you're coming from with your picks uh with me personally like like i said i usually like i i went and and listed off guys who i thought were the best players in that conference i went down based on like based on like like uh the restrictions so like let's say for instance like guards so, like so i'm like, okay so i have all these guys so i gotta narrow these down to two spots down like the, the front court and i'm like well this guy's a better player than this guy, but he can't be in there because of the the you know the restriction in terms of position. So I could, there were a couple there was a guy, a guy or two here where I'm like I wish I could put you in there, but I don't think you you're gonna get in there because of that limitation alone. So and then sometimes I just like look at records. Obviously, like you look at like Utah. Like if I'm not mistaken, they're the second. No, they're currently the third best team, but they're tied with the Clippers in the Western conference. And I felt like rewarding that with an, at least an all-star selection. Um, I think they at least have one, maybe two, we'll, but we'll talk about that. So we'll start with, uh, with, with my guards reserves uh, with my West reserves in general. I'm sorry. And we'll go off of that. And then I'll list off a name and you give me the approval or the disapproval. How's that sound? All right. All right. Sounds so good. Sounds good. I think the first no brainer, Damian Lillard, is he on your list? Yes, he he's putting up 28 a game. Exactly. Just dropped 50. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so it's so through no fault of his own, the the Blazers are struggling right now, but he I he to me I feel like it's a lock. I think he has been balling like you said and like I like I said he's like an all-star and that's the main thing with here in these kind of games. I don't want to just reward someone cuz they're having a really good season. Some like for instance like I hated that Kyle Korver was an all-star way back when. And I'm like, I love Kyle. I think he's one of my favorite players of all time. But, it, but he's not an all star. Like, I don't care if you're having an amazing season. I feel like if you're not an all star, there's like a certain level to being an all star. A certain, a certain privilege. And I don't think he's an all star. So I don't reward role players like that. You know, if I feel like you're gonna make multiple all stars, then yeah. But if I feel like this might be your one off, like no, get out of here with that. So if you go on. If it's if that's the case, then Draymond Green he shouldn't have been an All Star. If that's the case, uh, he he made a couple All Stars. So I felt like I feel like with him, like if you make at least two or three All Stars, like okay, you know you're you're an All Star caliber type player. You know it, it, it's like I guess it depends, but you're comparing Draymond Green to Kyle Korver, man. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying like guys like Kyle Korver that make it in, they probably shouldn't make it. In, you know? No, I'm I'm saying no. Korver made it in off you know shooting three at an extremely high clip and making okay then put him in the three-point put him in the three-point shootout he's not an all-star yeah but draymond green made it just off you know playing defense what what the hell did he do offensively for the warriors absolutely nothing (laughs) not a thing he made it (laughs) off defense alone you don't go to an all-star game playing just defense people want to see excitement they well, want to see offense well it's a all-star game okay so okay so that that's interesting because we we have some we we might have a conversation to get to when we get to that point but okay so my next all-star i'm going to the front court i got nikola Jokic. do you got him on your list uh yeah i do actually but not because of uh how he started the season oh no no, no. Uh, Here, here's the thing I almost didn't put him on this list, but he did pick up his play, and I looked at his numbers, and it's like, you know what? 
looking at the front court, he was the first name that came to mind when I thought front court. Like, cause like the first couple names you're looking at LeBron, you're looking at Davis, you're looking at Kawhi, and then I'm Damn. like, well, I mean, the Joker might as well put him in. I mean, he's like, why not? You know. So I penciled him in. So he was already there. Like you were correct. Uh, to start the season, he was horrible. He's picked up a little bit. He's not playing as well as he was last year. And did you see on NBA TNT when they were making their reserve predictions? Uh, Chuck refused to put him in because of his start. And he compared. Uh, and, and, well. and he held his uh, last year's performance against them because this year's performance, he's actually having the worst year. But even though it's still a good year, it's still an all-star year, he's having a worse year than last year. And he's holding that against him. And he's like, oh, he doesn't deserve to be an all-star. I, I don't blame him how he started the season because he started the season putting up average numbers just for a big guy uh if i'm not mistaken this average at the moment is 15 and 10 or Mm -hmm. something like that but over like the last stretch of uh i want to say two two or three weeks or something like that he's been putting up about 20 and nine so his rebound dropped by one, but he picked up the scoring by about five and some change. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I, I can't really blame Chuck for that one. I probably wouldn't have put him in <laughs> if he was just putting up 15 and 10. Anyway, if he's supposed to be a superstar, he's going to put up 15 and 10. <laughs> Dwight's probably putting up 15 and 10. You know what? I wouldn't doubt it. Dwight's actually out there being productive member of the Los Angeles Lakers. That's just that's just yeah. hilarious to me. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to the guards. My second and final guard spot goes to uh, Donovan Mitchell. I feel like the Utah Jazz deserve an All Star. I feel like he single handedly is almost saving their their season, and he's a big reason for it. Like he helps their offense. I feel like he's one of the only guys that's like can get their own bucket on that team if not like it like i wish mike conley was that guy but he's struggling this year and he's picked up the slack uh he should have gone in like did he get in last year i can't even remember would this be his first all-star selection if he gets in uh i believe so okay do you have him on your list by any any way by any chance do you have him on your list or not i don't i subbed him out with westbrook Oh, we're going to have a conversation then. Okay. So, so I got Donovan Mitchell then. Um, do you, in the front court, I went with Brandon Ingram. Do you have Ingram in your list? I do because Ingram's been balling this season. This man has pinned up 25, 6, and 4. The man is passing. Yeah, he's living he's not up. not just going. Hey, remember when we had that conversation uh, where you're like, oh, who do you think? Uh, who would you build around Ingram or Kuzma? And you're like, nah, Ingram sucks. You're like, you didn't want Ingram on the Lakers. You you hated the guy. You're like, you almost borderline hated the guy. And he's out here balling, proving because he was playing. Yep, he was playing like a bum, a scrub. <laughs> I did not want him wearing purple and gold, playing like that when he was supposed to be playing like he is now. <laughs> I mean. He's, he's earned it, and he's kind of like a dark horse guy for me. I wasn't – he didn't have – I didn't have him on my list. So, spoiler, I I, I bumped him 
for uh, Devin Booker. So like I initially was going to put Devin Booker in here, but then I'm like, nah, Brandon Ingram, he's been balling. He's been doing more. And they were in striking range of the playoffs if they decide to go that route with the Pelicans. And he's been the big reason for that. So, okay. So just to recap, I have Damian Lillard and Donovan, Mi- Don- Donovan Mitchell in my backcourt. In the front court, I got Nikola Jokic and Brandon Ingram. My final uh, front court spot goes to Rudy Gobert because I feel like he deserves it. I, I don't normally like to give two all-stars to a team that isn't like like two like legit superstars like Anthony Davis and LeBron James, but the impact that Rudy Gobert has for this team defensively is very crucial, and they wouldn't be where they're at without his defense. And I know you were saying that it's an all-star game and you shouldn't really get in just for your defense but i feel like a one or two players every team should be in there for their defense it should be acknowledged and the guy is an all-star in my opinion i feel like he's a game changer whenever he's on the court heck whenever i played 2k like i like he when when i'm playing the jazz and like i'm playing in, in like hall of fame or superstar difficulty it's very hard to like score on the utah jazz when he's in the paint and and it translates to the real life court. I, he's he's very impactful, and I think he deserves it. Maybe I'm just being a little bit generous with my selections, but that's who I have. So for me, I got Westbrook, Lillard, Ingram. You said Jokic. You can, yeah. I was just thinking about Jokic and Rudy Gobert's numbers. Because they're almost, almost the same with the exception of Gobert's averaging 14 and a half rebounds to Jokic's 10. Well, now 9 over this last stretch because he increased the score. And I guess decided to grab one less rebound and save for whatever reason or another. But Gobert's putting up 15 and 14. Jokic's putting up 15. 10 or 21 and 9 if you want to go by his updated stretch of scoring mm-hmm. as of late. Right. so there's no real no real difference between those two so I can see why Chuck was like yeah no he ain't giving them that all-star nod mm-hmm. but are yeah. you though so are you are you are you giving him the nod because you need three front court Just, guys so you in your in your backcourt you have Lillard and you have Westbrook, but for your frontcourt you've only really given me Ingram. Who are your last two frontcourt guys? I'm a I'm a have to I'm gonna have to go with Gobert because he's putting up 15, okay. 15 four, and I'm I'm fifty fifty on Jokic, Chad. Fifty fifty on Jokic. But if it, okay, so you're fifty fifty on him. Is there anyone else that you're more certain about in that front court? Because if you're not no, more, which is my dilemma. <laughs> okay, so then, so then by default he gets in. Yeah, but not because he necessarily earned it. Because no, 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 okay, okay, no. I'm not saying he's earned it. I'm just saying that by default he's getting it. Yeah, because he has no real competition. Exactly. I, I think that's at the, the moment. Yeah, that's the thing. So then, so you got Lillard, you got Westbrook, you have Jokic, you have Gobert, and you have Ingram. So we agree on all those front, uh, all those selections except for the second guard spot. I have Mitchell, and you have Westbrook. We'll get more into, into yeah. that. But let's talk about the final two wild cards, and these could be 
regardless of position. And the final two wildcard spots I gave are to Chris Paul and Carl Anthony Towns. Chris Paul, just because he has the Oklahoma City Thunder in the playoff hunt, when these guys were supposed to be one of the worst teams in the, in the entire NBA. They were supposed to be tanking. They were supposed to be re, like just restarting the entire thing. And not only is he contributing, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me check right here. He's averaging 17 points. He has six assists with 48 field goal percentage. It's not like the most like, like out of this world, like eye popping stats, but it's his leadership with this team. He's changed the culture. He's helping Shea Gilgis Alexander a lot. It was between Shea or Chris Paul, but Chris Paul has that cachet and that name value. And I, I feel like I wanted to reward that winning. Because it's like, you look at the rest of the West, and it's like nobody really stands out. And then at that point, I use winning as like a tiebreaker in terms of who I, how, who I would put in. So it was between uh, Chris Paul or Westbrook. And at the end of the day, I decided Westbrook is putting up stats, but I don't feel like he's contributing to his team's success. And I don't want That's to... Re- tough. I, I don't I don't think he is. And here's the thing. It's like with the Rockets, yeah, they're not really that successful this year. They're doing worse this year than they were with Chris Paul. So with that being said, it's like it's nothing against Chris. Like I didn't even have Chris Paul in my first like rough draft of my of my reserves, but he's been balling and he fucking torched the Bulls last time we played. He's actually helped them win games and he's a culture changer. And I wanted to reward that. Chris Paul, in my eyes, is still balling. He's an all-star. I feel like if you put him on a championship contender today, he will help change the fortunes of that team. And I want to reward that. And um, fortunately for Westbrook, it's like he's not even averaging a triple-double this year. Yes, it's close. But it's like he's done it so much that he's kind of like just like made it so like un... Like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like unimpressive. It's like, it's unfortunate because it's a triple-double and it's supposed to be a very impressive thing. But I don't think that Westbrook is contributing enough to his team as opposed to Chris Paul. I feel like Chris Paul is contributing more even though the stats are less. So that was my one wild card spot. That's that's tough. Okay. The Rockets are trying to incorporate another superstar, though, as whereas the Thunder, they just... Yeah, they yeah, just but have the, Chris Paul. But the, but this isn't a, this isn't a, a question as to which uh, which uh, super uh, which player is being incorporated easier. Or who's like like no, I'm not like I don't care. I'm not saying Westbrook isn't an all star player. I'm just saying this year he's not an all star for me. I feel like Westbrook it like isn't helping his team like that. And yes, you're right. He's being incorporated into a brand new system, and it's hard. But when you do stuff like that unfortunately you're gonna you're gonna lose your you know cash aid like here's the thing if the world the the roles were reversed westbrook would probably be balling better and i don't know if his team would be doing any better here's the thing i also hold that against westbrook because they were legit swapped in different roles and chris paul was doing a better job of seemingly fitting in with the rockets in his first year as opposed to westbrook and westbrook yeah he was putting up stats but i felt like his team as a whole wasn't like doing what they were supposed to they weren't as good as they should have been i felt like if you just shut down westbrook you shut down the entire thunder and now with chris paul on there i feel like it's not just westbrook you have like other guys that can step up and it's even if chris paul isn't out there dropping the triple double he's going to help his team like to like to success and to a win i just i like to like t- today right now 
Chris Paul is an all-star over Westbrook in my eyes. Um, and that's just me. And that's just me. I know you have your take. I mean, you can make your case for Westbrook, but over overall, uh-huh. this is like apples and oranges. Who you who do you value more? And I feel like Westbrook doesn't deserve it this year. I feel like the Rockets don't deserve two all-stars this year. And I feel like the Thunder. I feel like the Thunder deserve one, and I gave it to Chris Paul. And my final wild card spot. This one was a tough one. I initially had Paul George, but you know he hasn't been too impressive. I wanted to put Booker in there. You know these are just honorable mentions, but you know Booker isn't too impressive. You look at the Spurs, and I feel like he's putting up twenty-seven. I his he hasn't like I, I wanted to give it to him. Trust me, trust me. But look. Let me let me get to my point. So he's an honorable mention. See, he just barely squeaked out. Okay, I wanted to give it a PG, but then you know numbers. He's not producing. He hasn't played that many games and stuff, right? Westbrook again. He got Andrew. the boot. Yeah, exactly. You look at the Spurs, and I felt like it was kind of weird to not have a spur on the All Star game. But at the same time, Aldridge is injured right now. DeRozan isn't really balling, and I feel like Aldridge and DeRozan kind of cancel each other out. So I didn't went there. I ended up going with Carl Anthony Towns as my final wild card because he started off the season hot. Yes, he was a little he he's been hurt and he's a little inconsistent. But I weighed the my options between Booker and Carl Anthony Towns, and at the end of the day, I just went with Carl Anthony Towns, and it was just the way I woke up today and the way I felt today and the way I felt lately about both players. Um, I feel like you can talk me into Devin Booker. And I don't think you'd be, I don't think I'd be wrong or you'd be wrong or anything, but it was more of a case where I think he's more of an all-star than Devin Booker is. And who knows? I might be wrong, but that's how I felt. That's, uh, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, for me, Westbrook definitely deserves to, to make this all-star game. Mm-hmm. It's been up 26, eight and seven on a new team with another superstar needs the ball at this point in his career so it's not yeah but have you have you noticed how when westbrook plays well harden doesn't play good but when harden plays good westbrook doesn't it's one of those things where they're not meshing together it's like if they were winning more games and if and they were i would totally say yes but like I, like I was saying, it's more of uh, uh, it's more of a apples and oranges. Who do you value more? And I value Chris Paul more, and I feel like he's been having a better season this year than Westbrook. But that's just my opinion. Okay, so from a from a team standpoint, yeah. Okay, so you said your your guards were were Lillard, Westbrook. Your front court was Jokic, Gobert. And Ingram, what and what? Are, what are your two wild card spots? Your last two spots, and then from there we'll move no, wait, on to I'm the gonna, to the East. I'm gonna have to swap out Jokic with a uh, cat, and then make Jokic my wild card. Okay, and then I I can't. Yeah, he's putting up 15 and 10. And Gobert's putting up 15 and 14. So. God damn it. Uh, Okay. Offense needs to be produced in an all-star <laughs> game, so I'm gonna have to go with Cat. At least Cat's gonna shoot some three. Okay. And okay. Maybe, so you know, push the ball up the court. Okay. So you got six out of your seven spots. You got one more wild card. Who you got? Because uh, unless I'm missing somebody, you said Damian Lillard and Westbrook. Those are your guards. Your front court yep. is Cat, Gobert, and Ingram, and the wild card you just listed, Jokic. So you have one more spot left. 
Do you, uh, do you give that to like a PG, a Booker, a Mitchell, or a I Chris Paul? Want... Yeah, no, I'm not giving that to Chris Paul. <laughs> not this season. Maybe next season when he's on better. Uh, uh, mm. I wanna, wanna give the Donovan Mitchell because he has the Jazz in a. He he's doing some things with Jazz, but I'm gonna have to give it to Devin Booker because he he putting up 27. The man is almost putting up 30. Mm-hmm. So he needs to be in an All Star game. Okay. Do you okay? So let me ask you this. Uh, do you think the Jazz get both Rudy Gobert and, or Donovan Mitchell? Like, do you think they get both of them, or is it an either-or situation? Where, like, you no, either get one. going to have to pick. Mm, okay. okay. Two of them ain't going to make it. They're going to have to pick one. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I, I, I see your point. That's all I wanted to ask, because I know some people feel like the, the Jazz only deserve one person. I kind of felt like I, I, I kind of felt like they deserved two. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't the fact that like oh you know like they're just such a great team. No, it was more of I I was just weighing my options in terms of like the best players who I thought were out there, and it just so happens that the Jazz ended up with two. So that that's that's where I landed on with with my reserves. So I'll let you uh, I'll let you get started with the East. So you know we'll we'll swap. So who are your two guards, reserve guards, and why? What was that? Guard. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to think about that one. You didn't have these one. listed down? Uh, no. I mean, I have Bradley Bill for obvious reasons. He's putting up twenty-eight, and uh, he's even dishing out six assists. Mm-hmm. So I have him making uh, I have him making a reserve. Do you have uh, uh Do you have Ben Simmons on your list? Uh, where is he? Where is he? Where is he on this? Where is he? Uh, yeah, I have him down here. Okay, so your guards. Up, up 16, eight and a half, almost eight rebounds, and he's leading the league in steals with just over two a game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, for me, I felt like Ben Simmons was the only lock in the guard spots, and I felt like the second guard spot could have went with a like three or four different guys there. Bradley Beal was the name that I was considering. Kyle Lowry I was considering just because he has been helping the Raptors win games and he's been productive. It's he's been having a solid season. I just don't know if it was an all-star level season. I gave not. I I gave uh, an honorable mention to Derrick Rose because I think he's the only good thing happening in Detroit right now other than Eminem. And if it wasn't for Derrick Rose, the Detroit Pistons would be a dumpster fire. And I like I felt like the guy, the man is balling. He's uh, he's having the best season since his MVP season. I don't know if he'll get an all-star selection. Maybe. See, that's just me being a homer. And I, uh, I would love to see Derrick in the all-star game, especially since it's here in Chicago. But I don't think he's an all-star. So probably not. So, in terms of the guards, I toss back and forth between Bradley Beal and Zach Levine. In the end of the day, maybe I'm a bit of a homer with this pick, but I went with Zach Levine. I felt like they're very similar in terms of what they do for their teams, what they contribute. And I don't know, man. I feel like Bradley Beal's missed more games. And, yes, he's having more points than Zach Levine. But I feel like Zach Levine, if it wasn't for Zach Levine, we'd be, like, like nowhere. We'd be, like, the 
bo- bottom feeders of the entire league. And I feel like Zach Levine has contributed to, I want to say, like 75 or 85% of all the Bulls wins. And he single-handedly right. kept this Bulls team afloat. I, I'm i not going to sit here and argue and say that Bradley Beal doesn't deserve it. I feel like Bradley Beal or Zach Levine, it's a toss-up. Take your pick. Whoever you like more is probably going to get the spot. Uh, what's the Bulls record? Okay, so currently they're the ninth seed right now. They're 19 and 30. And you compare that to the Wizards, they're 15 and 30. So they've played four games less than the Bulls, but they're like two seeds behind. And you look at the Wizards and you're like, there's no way, even if Bradley Beal just goes decides to go mental like right now, there's no way they get back into the playoff hunt. The Bulls, I feel like a couple things go right for them, a couple things go wrong for the nets and they can end up in the eights in the eight seed and still make the playoffs somehow and i don't know man it's it's yes i'm a little bit of a, a bias here i'm being a little bit of a homer with my selection here i am a bulls fan so obviously i do want to see an all-star but it's also in chicago so i feel like maybe the coaches might go ahead and if they end up in a situation where it's between bradley beal and zach levine they'd be like ah oh, well you know it's in Chicago. Let's give it a Zach or whatnot. And you look at Zach's numbers, and they're not that much different from uh, from uh, Kemba Walker's numbers last year. And he made the All Star game, and I think he was even the starter in Charlotte. So I feel like sometimes that comes into play with uh, with the coaches who are making these selections. By the way, hmm. interesting. Yeah. So I mean, for me, if you sit here and you tell me that you taking Bradley Beal over Zach Levine, I'm not going to look at you any type of way. I might say, yeah, you know, there's a strong case for Bradley Beal. It's a toss-up for me, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a Zach over uh, over Bradley Beal. For me, I would I would stick with Bradley, but that's that's Right. No, I get you, man. That, that, that's fine. Okay, so we'll go to front court. Uh, Jimmy Butler is an obvious lock, right? There's no way that man doesn't get selected in the front court. Yeah, he uh, he'd be there for uh, for the reserves. He'd be okay. Spun up, to, so gotcha. Okay, so then I have to get another front court in here. So I got Jason Tatum from the Boston Celtics. Do you got Jason Tatum? Uh, yeah, he's on my list. Spun up twenty one and a half. Okay, sounds good. Okay, no disagreement so far. And my final front court spot, um, uh, it's a toss up between three guys. It was either Chris Middleton from the Bucks because, man, they're just balling and they're on pace right now to win 70 games. And if you look at their second-best player, it's it's Middleton, and he's having a solid year. It's not like superstar numbers, but they're all-star numbers, I think. And he got in last year with worse numbers, and he's actually improved upon that, those numbers. So I felt like uh, Chris Middleton is my final frontcourt spot. That's, uh, that's tough. <laughs> who's, uh, that's who's your final frontcourt tough. guy? Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> well, the Bucks are definitely not going to win 70. I don't care if they were on pace at 80. Not going to win 74. I just had to throw that out there because that was bugging me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's then, uh, I got, I have Bill, I have Buck, uh, Simmons. Who else is up here? Taylor. Then there's one court guy. Yeah, one more front court I'm, guy. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Ben. Mm. Okay. 
he's on my list because I have him putting up 16, 10, uh, just about five assists. Mm-hmm. He's playing deep. Right. He's getting a little over a block and a little over a step. Uber athletic. Okay. And then, uh, what else do I have on? You got two more wild cards after Bam. So, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken, you have Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Bam Adebayo. And then you got two more wild cards. Looking at Sabonis right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have, have him on my down. list. Yeah, I have him down about eight in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously think, extremely helping the pace. I think he's also leading the entire NBA in double-doubles, too. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, odds that you wouldn't really picture Sabonis to be the guy leading the league in double-doubles. But if I'm not mistaken, you know, sue me. You know, let me know if I'm wrong. But, um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I think it's Sabonis that's leading the league in double-doubles. And I have him on my list. So, like I was saying, it was uh, Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton, or DeMontis Sabonis is my final front court spot. But here's the spoiler. Right. I got all three of those guys in the game. Uh, so, I ended up winning going with Middleton, but my wild cards are at Bam Adebayo and Demontis and Bonus. So it looks like we're agreeing with everything except for the guards you had Bio and I had Zach Levine. You have one more spot and you said that Middleton doesn't deserve it, so then who gets your pick? Uh <laughs> up Well yeah he's putting up nine to get well, if you look at the wild card, it doesn't have to be another front court. If you don't, if if you feel like um, you could always put a Zach Levine in there since you don't have him. You know what? I'm a I'm a sub Middleton with Derrick Rose. Oh, Middleton with Derrick. Oh, hey, you're gonna get some brownie points here in Chicago. <laughs> no. Okay, so that's very interesting there because when uh, I mentioned Derek initially, you're like, nah, he's not an all-star. But now you're comparing his stats to Middleton and Levine, and now I guess you're just like, fuck it, just give it to Derek. What changed there? Yeah, yeah, because uh, it's it's a nice story. Chicago, Chicago, it'd be a nice little headline or a nice little welcome home Christmas present. Derek Rose is balling this season. I don't think he's going to continue that next season, of course, but... He's playing well this season. Gotcha. Okay. So let's just run it down. Okay. We'll recap for everybody because I feel like we got our stuff set. Okay. And then we'll talk about uh, one final piece in terms of All-Star. And I think uh, that might wrap up the All-Star talk. So the West starters already confirmed. Luka, James Harden, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi. The reserves that I picked, I went with Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Nikola Jokic, Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Donovan Mitchell, Brandon Ingram. You had the exact same thing minus Chris Paul. You put Westbrook, and instead of Mitchell, you put Booker. Okay? You put Devin Booker in there because you felt like he was, you know, he was balling a little bit more than than Mitchell, which, you know, to each his own. Um, The East uh, All-Star starters are Kemba Walker, Trey Young, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Pascal Siakam, and Joel Embiid. And then in the reserves, Ben Simmons, Zach Levine is who I have. You have Ben Simmons and Bradley Beal. In the front court, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Jason Tatum. We both agreed on that. And the wild cards, I got Sabonis. So did you. And the final spot I gave to Middleton because 
you know, the Bucks look like they could be on pace for 70. You disagree. You're saying they're not going to get 70, but you gave the final they all-star. They're going to win about 60, both. <laughs> well, they're going to get to 69, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 69. Nice. Um, but uh, <laughs> you gave the final spot to Derek. Okay. So, interesting. So, between Derek and Zach Levine, like, do you think you think Derek deserves it over Zach? Uh, I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, actually I would, I, I would say deserved more just because he's playing like normal, well, not normal Derek Rose, but he's playing as close mm-hmm. as to what people considered normal Derek Rose. So right. I would give that to him off that alone. And is Chicago, Chicago is, is a nice storyline. Okay, so I'm going to actually go throw throw this at you. I, I think it was the last time the Bulls played against the Pistons, but they looked at his PER, you know, like his per 36, and yeah. his numbers this season per 36 minutes are better than his MVP season. Yeah, that that's not surprising. It sounds about right, actually, but... He's actually not getting that many minutes. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's only getting like I think he's averaging like 24, 25 minutes. He's not really getting those kind of minutes where he should be out there balling. And then Dwayne Casey, the head coach of the Pistons, has said is like, oh, you know, I'd love to play Derek more, but you know, I can only play him so much. And you talk to Derek, and he's like, nah, man, I can go out there and play 30. So I don't he know. He definitely would break down like a used pickup truck if he played thirty <laughs> minutes a game. Okay, come on. I don't know. I feel like he can do thirty a, a game. Uh, I feel like it's doable for Derek. I feel like he's past the point of like breaking down like he used to. But hey, man, like I'd, I'd rather not risk it. Me personally, I'd rather not risk it. I'd like the role he's playing. I just kind of wish they'd get him out of Detroit and into a playoff contender. I was actually kind of hoping the Lakers would sign Derek. I feel like he would be a nice piece for the Lakers to be like a third or fourth option in terms of scoring the ball for them. I will pass on seeing Derek Rose in a purple and gold uniform next to LeBron. That experiment worked. It That experiment has been tried. It has not worked. What? Cleveland, I do not want to see it fail again i feel like that wasn't that wasn't properly like tried i don't feel like that was probably because you got you got okay look you got lebron you got wade and then you got rose if you look at the lakers situation is he's an upgrade over any anybody they have at point guard and there's nobody right that's tough come on he's better than caruso he's better than uh than uh uh, fucking Quinn Cook. He's better than Rondo. Rondo is a better playmaker, but in the end, what? In in a, in an end of game situation, oh, oh. I'd rather have Derrick Rose and Rajon Rondo in twenty twenty. Oh no, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. Okay, I okay. would definitely take this twenty twenty Rondo over this twenty twenty uh, D Rose. Okay. They both can shoot the three at this point now, and if I have to choose, I'm gonna go ahead and roll that dice with Rondo. Okay, you smoking rocks now, my man. Okay, you know what? We're, we're not. There's not a Lakers podcast. We're not gonna sit here and talk about the state of the Lakers. We could if you if you want to, but we'll make that a separate podcast. We're here to talk to All Stars. We got there. One final talking point I wanted to add in terms of All Stars is the name of Kyrie Irving. Um, he didn't get selected by the uh, as a starter by. by the... <laughs> That's uh, 
<laughs> that's uh, that's tough for me. I don't think he's an all-star this year. I don't think he's an all-star starter for sure. He doesn't deserve it. He hasn't played that many games, and the games he's played, he's, he's struggled in most of them. He hasn't helped contribute to this team. If I had to give it to a Brooklyn Net, I'd give it to Spencer Dinwiddie because he's been balling. He's earned that contract he has. He is... He's a great guy. He's a, he's a great player. He's a solid, solid point guard and the guy that I'd love to be the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls right now. So, in terms of the, in terms of uh, Kyrie Irving, like I said, I don't think he's an all-star. I don't think he is a starter. I don't think he deserved it this year. He is an all-star level talent. He is an all-star in general, but this year doesn't deserve it. Yeah, that's the tough uh Kyrie Irving should have got in off name sake alone nah man I'm I'm not with it I'm not with it because you have to be an all-star this you can't just get in on name value alone or else you know you know everybody that isn't having a good year or, or having a subpar year will get in just based on name value alone I don't think that should be enough uh ha- let's say Trey my green Stop. Man, what happened there? <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was tough. Uh, look, man. Do you think he would... Like, it sounds like you're saying he was snub. Do you feel like he's snub? He definitely was. Okay. Kyrie's Irvin... If Irvin is healthy, he needs to be in an All-Star game. Okay, look. I'm just saying I'd love to see him in an All-Star game. I don't think he deserves to be in the game. If he want, if he wants to do it's like cool. a, if, him and Durant both gonna be in there next year. Oh, for sure, they're both going to be. They're probably both gonna be starters next year. Siakam can like you say know. Siakam can say goodbye to that starting spot this year. It's gonna be KD taking that spot easy, easy, and Kyrie's also gonna be starting. But like I said, that's why they're gonna be both starting next year. So that's why I'm like, dude, you're gonna be a multi-time All Star. I wanted to reward Trey Young. You know, I felt like it was it was right because if you look at the starters for the East. Yeah, they're all starters, but they all would have made the the All Star game regardless. In my book, I felt like they were all All Stars. You can't be mad at any right. of the starters. So, I mean, that was just my talk. I wanted to see where you you stood on the whole Kyrie Irving thing. Do you think he should have deserved to be in there or not, or do you think he was, you know, he was unjustly uh, kicked off and like snubbed? Uh, me personally, I don't I don't think he deserves it this year. But you know, to each his own. You know, everybody er, everybody has their own opinions to that. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, with that being said, I mean that's still all the All Star talk. Um, if anything, we might have something lined up for you guys in within the next week or two. Gonna try to like keep this a bi-weekly podcast, you know, every other week or if we can every week weekly, you know, with different content. Like it's not just basketball content. So if today's podcast wasn't for you and you want to talk some wrestling, you want to talk some anime, you want to talk some movies, music, whatever, you know, that's the great thing about this podcast. We can sit here and talk about whatever you guys want to. So. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted on this. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you go ahead and download this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to give it a five-star rating and leave it a review because it does help the exposure for this podcast. Helps to get out there, you know, helps me get off the ground and get out the ball rolling. Um, you can find me at SES Vince on Twitter and, and Instagram, all my social medias for the most part. Uh, Reese, do you want to give people your social medias or you just want to stay incognito? Uh, yeah, find me at Reese24Kills on Instagram or Maurice Davis Jr. on Facebook. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 
for sure sounds good guys and we'll catch you guys on the next podcast and uh thanks for listening we'll catch you guys on the next one later y'all p.s kobe for logo <laughs> p.s let's get that going kobe for the new logo <laughs> all right yeah. later y'all